0: Today, you have yours truly. I'm gonna be focusing on some of my takeaways from Rohan Sheff. We had him this past Monday. We're really gonna be talking about some of the things that I took away from uh, his story, his journey, what he loves to focus on and and talk to you about how I've applied them myself. Beyond that, I wanna remind you, this show is brought to you by Nightly Productions. It is my production company that helps facilitate everything on the back end of this. So if you see content coming out from me, Graphics, web design, uh, platform production, where we're delivering tactical platforms, not just content. Head over to nightly.productions. Check out more of what we can do for you if you're interested as a podcaster, content creator, YouTuber. If you just need more marketing content out there, our team is the right one to do that for you. Rohan had a great message and he really hit on some interesting things that um, I want to highlight. And the first one, is the self-education piece? I thought that was a really great thing that I personally have done quite a bit of, and I, I kind of take self-education in a different light. Where for me, uh, some of y'all might not know this story, but I was homeschooled, middle school and high school. Literally, the 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 way we did this with my folks. There was content from local universities that they would send to us. I would sit through, do all the work myself. Um, So I did all like the normal studies. I had all the proctor exams, I had all that, but it was literally a self-teaching, self-education piece where essentially I I had to learn myself. I had to go in, teach myself the content. When I was going through it, I absolutely hated, hated it. Hated being homeschooled, hated not having a socialization factor. Um, and really kind of got really uh, jaded about that piece of my life for many years. But what I found to be fascinating is as you, as you, I moved forward. I became a police officer here in Atlanta and then started my bachelor's program for my bachelor's degree. Well, I did all of it remotely. at Three in the morning, you could find me typing a paper because it was that remote work where I was self-educating, learning about topics and then having to write papers on them. So I did papers for my bachelor's overnight and educated myself. And then you move into my MBA. When I went back for my MBA, I did a lot of it in Afghanistan. I did it remotely. I didn't sit in a single classroom during any of this. So I did that remotely as well. And self-education can look like many different things. You know, I did my my high school diploma that way when I got a GED, but it was all self-study. Bachelor degree, did it that way. MBA, I did it that way. A lot of what I've done in business has been that. I've studied, I watch, I listen, I learn in a capacity. I've paid a lot of coaches, consultants, um, mentors. You know, the reason this podcast is here is thanks to Travis Chappell. I paid him a hefty fee for a couple masterminds I was in with him. I've had one-on-one trainings with him where the dude is just brilliant when it comes to creating podcasts. And here we are, 200 and I don't know, 10 episodes or so later. I mean, this thing's been going on for a year and a half now. It's kind of crazy to think, but it's been a piece of study where, yeah, they taught me those things and they gave me the content. But then I go back and I I watch what the market's doing. Same with the production company. The production company came because of an opportunity I heard where I wanted to create this type of stuff for myself without doing it myself. You know, entrepreneurs are phenomenal at finding an opportunity, finding a need, finding a pain point, and doubling down on that pain point, solving it, not just for themselves, but that's also how we make money. We go and double down on creating things that solve problems. So I absolutely love that piece of self-education. I think it's invaluable, whether it's reading, ingesting podcasts like this, um, coaches, mentors, whatever it may be to kind of guide you in the right direction to start that self-education piece, I think is invaluable. But then he really hit on masterminds. He hit on the value of masterminds, what you learn from masterminds. If y'all aren't aware here in Atlanta, I'm running a a pretty large one um, in Buckhead, where it's really centrally focused in Atlanta, in person, really getting back to that connectivity piece of running masterminds. But the experience I've had in masterminds, I've been in several now. The first one was with Travis. The last one I was in was with Travis. It went from a low-cost buy-in to a high-cost buy-in, different group of people, different room that I was in. I think that's the key of a mastermind is look for what room it's putting you in. Travis brought in people from his network. He brought in people from all around as speakers, as people in the room. And the up level didn't necessarily come just from Travis. It doesn't necessarily come from the facilitator. Like I bring value into the mastermind I run, but I'm just the facilitator. Yes, I have a level of expertise and knowledge that I bring and I help people with, but realistically, the people within that room, the, the, the cultivation of and the curating of individuals is what creates a powerful, powerful mastermind. And I'm really proud to say that's what's happened here in Buckhead in Atlanta. But on the other hand, it's also one of those that as you're learning to grow, you're learning business, finding a resource like a mastermind you finding a resource where you can learn in a peer-to-peer, a mentor, mentee capacity, where really the value of a mastermind is you have all these individuals all around you helping you grow and build your business. It's truly, truly impressive to see um, how many of the people in my current mastermind have created something out of nothing in the last three months. We just were completing our operations. By the time this airs, our operations segment should be complete. And in the operations segment, we literally structured three, four different businesses that are now profitable within the first few months. I mean, and that's not me patting myself on the back for helping do that. It's me patting the mastermind on the back, where all these different individuals are all high level, have contributed to this idea that this client is now busting her butt, completing. And I mean, she's giving pitches to Emory, she's giving pitches to Georgia Tech, I mean, they're KSU, there's so many places down here in Atlanta that she's now going to, to facilitate this awesome business idea that we as a group were able to help curate and build for her. So it's really, Mastermind is phenomenal. I mean, it's just such a good, good thing to be investing yourself in, investing like, like Rohan's doing, investing your employees into them. And overall, it's learning to leverage that knowledge, leverage not your expertise, but leverage others' expertise around you to help benefit you, help benefit the organization, your organization, um, really kind of encapsulate that there is a growth point, a scale point that is there. And a lot of what Rohan talked about and a lot of what his expertise is, is in that grow, grow growing revenue scaling, finding that those growth potentials, listening to those opportunities. And he does a lot of that digitally with digital marketing. Um, he does a lot of that through all sorts of different aspects of um, strategizing, metrics, ROIs. I mean, a lot of the stuff he talked about a lot of stuff I saw were just absolutely incredible because it's those things that I'm not an expert in numbers. I'm not an expert in uh, metrics but I can definitely strategize I can definitely build something that is impressive but being able to actually track it is how things get built. so you have to have somebody that helps you track things to see are you in the right path are you doing the right thing? is what you're doing looking profitable but it is profitable but the profit margin is actually tiny which means at the end of the day it's going to be one of those that you're really investing too much time and it ends up making maybe making ten dollars an hour. You might be making 100 k but you're making $10 an hour because you're putting so much effort into that one service offering, where realistically, you could put that much effort into a different service offering, the profit margin is going to be huge. Uh, I I think that's different things to look at, different things to strategize, and that really delves heavy into the digital marketing stuff that Rohan's doing. So a a lot of that is where I'm at right now. I'm I'm really shifting and pivoting, um, not on the forefront, but in the background, trying to get things... You know, this production company really hit in COVID and scaled very quickly. And now I'm almost backtracking. Oh, crap. Let's get everything in order. Let's get this money map, this money flow, cash flow, the strategy behind. All right. Once we get these ideas in place, now this is how we can grow. And then we can track the metrics and the ROI attached to those things. So it's really fast. I get really worked up about this type of stuff. This is stuff that excites me because I think a lot of people have the limiting beliefs that they're not ready to grow. They're not ready to scale. When in reality, you're at that point, you are ready to go. You're ready to rock and roll. You're ready to take action. And, you know, I've talked about it on here before, ready, fire, aim, you know, you're ready right now, take your shot, shoot your shot. And then let's pivot. You don't ever just shoot one shot. You know, you you take that shot and then you aim and aim and aim and hone it down more and more. And I think that's just an amazing aspect of what Rohan's talking about. You know, you start broad and go narrow so that you can optimize everything you're working on. So I'm I'm starting to fangirl out a little bit on Rohan. I think he's a great dude. Um, A lot of great value from Monday. I'm excited to talk to him for Tactical Friday. uh, I think we're going to talk about the action steps attached to whether or not you can identify you're ready to scale, which you're ready to scale already because you're listening to this, but also identifying that and taking the actions. it's tactics, that's what we talk about here. So it's all about the action steps ready for you to get going and get scaling. So definitely tune in this Friday for Tactical Friday with Rohan. And if you have any questions, anything pops up, head over to BeatTacticalLeader.com. It's a great way to find me, find my content, find these episodes, find the community. We have the battle community. Our battle space is growing. It's growing rapidly. We have over 700 people in our battle space now. So head over there. Let's start connecting. Let's start engaging. Let's start growing together. Talk to y'all soon. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Tactical Leadership Podcast, and I hope you got a ton of value out of what we talked about today. I also want to remind you that this show is brought to you by Night Protection Services. If you're a leader in a small to mid-sized business that does 5 to $10 million a year in revenue and want to improve retention costs, which can actually add up to being twice your employee's salary, all through creating a safer work environment and saving up to 25% in insurance costs, be sure to visit NightProtectionLLC.com.